Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, March 8th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Some in the region's tourism industry are seeing signs of a rebound after being hit over the past year by COVID-19. We see this peaking out sometime in August to early September when consumers have more confidence that there will be a more widespread vaccination program. But many say business probably won't return to pre-pandemic levels for at least a couple of years. In just a few minutes, we will explore how tourism is preparing for the aftermath of the coronavirus outbreak. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is extending the state's moratorium on evictions for another month, but with a key change that will allow landlords to take some tenants to court. As Hannah Meisel reports, Pritzker is considering other possible revisions. Pritzker's latest executive order extension means an entire year of prohibition on evictions due to COVID-19. But after months of lobbying, the governor gave landlords a small concession, allowing them to start eviction proceedings on tenants who pose a, quote, direct threat to the health and safety of other tenants or an immediate and severe risk to property. Pritzker also says he's open to changing the moratorium after President Joe Biden signs the new $1.9 trillion stimulus bill into law. I think that we ought to be considering how to adjust uh, our moratorium on evictions according to the amount of money that is allocated to the state of Illinois for renters and homeowners. Illinois paid out $325 million for rent and mortgage assistance last year, but that program has since closed. I'm Hannah Meisel. Low registration might cancel a mass vaccination clinic this week in southwest Missouri. The Barry County Office of Emergency Management is calling on eligible residents throughout the state to sign up for the event slated for tomorrow in Monette. As of Saturday night, the department had 100 people registered for nearly 1,000 vaccinations. Organizers say people can sign up online at covidvaccine.mo.gov slash navigator. They can also call 877-435-8411. Domestic abuse victims can now text a local hotline. It's part of a push by a St. Louis group to make help more accessible during the pandemic. St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake reports. When the coronavirus pandemic first hit, calls to Safe Connections Crisis Hotline decreased 23%. But the St. Louis nonprofit knew that wasn't because domestic abuse stopped. Advocates say the drop was most likely because people were ordered to stay at home and had less time apart from their abusers. Now, a year later, Safe Connections has introduced one of the first texting hotlines in the area. Jasmine Parks manages the hotline. She says in some situations, texting can be safer. We can get in contact with those folks who are maybe just no longer able to walk away, go to work, step outside, right, and make a phone call. People can text or call Safe Connections hotline at 314-531-2003. I'm Kayla Drake, St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri legislature is considering a proposal to require correctional facilities to provide pads and tampons free for inmates. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports. 
The legislation is straightforward and has bipartisan support. Lawmakers say this is about dignity, but the bill is on hold because the chair of the Corrections Committee, Representative Andrew McDaniel, a Republican from Deering, says he's not having another hearing until the last few weeks of session. If we don't vote on this stuff today, we won't, I won't have another committee hearing until the end of April, so this bill will be dead. Freshman Representative Kim Collins, a Democrat from St. Louis, pressed on this. Am I allowed to ask why we won't have another meeting? It's politics. I'll just be honest. Supporters of the legislation say they have another path to get it done. But the broader issue of why there won't be any hearings held for a committee that deals with issues like inmate coronavirus vaccinations remains unclear. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Tourism is being hit hard during the pandemic, with attractions throughout the region still waiting for people to return. Many have gone through a huge drop in business, but are planning to bounce back. A drive along the Great River Road in Illinois gives you some of the region's best scenery, from the towering stone bluffs on one side to the Mississippi River on the other. The tourists who zoom along this road every year prop up many of the area businesses like restaurants, motels, and antique shops. Great Rivers and Roots Tourism Bureau President Corey Job says the owners have been hammered by the pandemic. Many of them have struggled. Uh, the hospitality and tourism industry has probably been the, the biggest hit of any economic industry or in, any industry in the economy over the past year. That assessment is backed up by the U.S. Travel Association. It points to a recent Department of Labor report showing nearly 40 percent of the jobs lost during the pandemic have been in the leisure and hospitality sector. Although this COVID-laden year has been tough, Job, who spent roughly four years as director of the Illinois Office of Tourism, says they are optimistic for a post-pandemic reality. We'll see a pretty good robust comeback in May to June of this year. Job says he'll define robust comeback by the success of small businesses in his six-county area. We see this peaking out sometime in August to early September when consumers have more confidence that there will be a more widespread vaccination program. Fewer people hitting the road during the pandemic means a drop in bookings at hotels. David Robert is the CEO of St. Louis-based Midas Hospitality, which operates a wide range of brands from Motel 6 and Holiday Inn to Hilton and Marriott. Robert has been in the business for more than three decades and says he hasn't been through anything like 2020. It's been the toughest year I've experienced. As an industry, you know, we lost about 50 percent of our revenue. He says the difficult year prompted furloughs and pay cuts, but he did not have to permanently close any properties. Robert says activity is coming back, especially with people opting for staycations. But a couple of big pieces of the puzzle are still missing. The business traveler and the meetings convention business. St. Louis has a big convention center downtown that's really not hosted anything for almost a year now, other than a few smaller events. We need both those segments to come back in order to to get back to where we were. Robert estimates his company will be at about 70 percent of 2019's revenue by the end of this year. A full recovery might not occur until 2023. It will likely be another couple of years before the Arch, the region's main attraction, returns to pre-pandemic tourist levels. Pam Sanfilippo is with Gateway Arch National Park. We're at about 33 percent of what we were pre-COVID. We certainly look to 
increase that, I, I would think, this summer as people begin venturing out a little bit more. San Filippo says even with the drop, a bi-state development report shows the Arch still attracted people from 40 states last year. She says a key portion of the overall visitor decline has been school groups, and it's still not clear when they might come back. They aren't able to take field trips, so we're trying to accommodate them by doing virtual programs, but hoping that we'll soon be able to welcome them back as well, which will improve our numbers also. The Arch, along with the region's other tourism businesses, are considering 2020 a massive learning experience. And as they move forward, some procedures implemented for safety reasons, like more in-depth cleaning and employees washing hands more frequently, will probably continue in a post-pandemic world. Thanks to Shula Newman for editing that report, and I'm not just thanking her because she's the boss. Her fancy title is executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music, as always, by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.